Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Mothman is Our Friend. My name is Megan. And I'm Nicole. And today I'm going to be talking about the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> so um, my sources today are coming from BBC, PBS, Inverness Courier, Christianity.com, oh. <laughs> Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica, Loch Ness Mystery, and huh. Tyler's Crypto Zoo. It's quite I the think list. I've, I've been on Tyler's Crypto Zoo before. Yeah. It's a good story. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tyler's Crypto <laughs> Zoo. <laughs> um, okay. So it's believed that the first mention of the Loch Ness Monster was by the Pitts, um, who carved the monster into stones likely around the 5th to 7th centuries. Um, it's also called the Pictish Beast because they're not really sure that it's the Loch Ness Monster, mm. but the figure was carved pretty often. So no matter what it was, um, it was important to them. Mm. It's also pretty common, apparently, to find water-related monsters in Scottish folklore, like mm. um, Kelpies. And then there's... Um, I'm, I saw it and I didn't look up the pronunciation, so I'm not even going to try, but it's a horse that's like from the water and it yeah. lures kids onto its there's, back and takes them under to ground. called it. Water Horse or Sea Horse. It's like a Scottish. It, there might I be. I think so. I think my <laughs> friend's dad was really into that movie and they made fun of him. Really? Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh no. Well, they were like, from what I saw, they were not good news like they, okay. they would get kids to get on their back and then the kids hands would get stuck to them and the horses would take them underwater and drown oh my them god <laughs> i think yeah. this movie was like a feel-good family so some liberties <laughs> were taken from the source well material. yeah because they did not sound like good news but i also didn't look for very much for them because this is this is nessie's time <laughs> so okay. i was like just let them go to this spot um so the the first written account is from 565 AD in a biography mm-hmm. called The Life of St. Columba. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story goes that Columba was going to cross the Loch Ness and he saw some of the Picts who were by the bank with a man who had been attacked by the Loch Ness monster. The story gets a little weird because um, supposedly St. Columba healed the man um, who was attacked and lured okay. the monster back with another monk he had with him at the time. <laughs> So when the monster got close enough, uh, St. Columba called on God and told the Uh monster to go back. Um, And it did. And I guess it worked out really well because... I guess I guess that's why he's a cryptid now. <laughs> oh, why he's a saint? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I guess... Okay. I, I, that was his miracle? That was one of them. I, okay. I think that this, this dude, like... I think he's credited with bringing Christianity to um, Scotland, Scotland. but it. yeah. Yeah. So I think that was like his claim to fame, but Got yeah, it. it certainly seems like he, honestly, yeah, I, I, that is kind of wild to think about if that's your claim to fame <laughs> to sainthood. Like I became a saint yeah. because I banished the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> monster. and now these idiots are all looking for him. <laughs> so wild. Uh, but those those are his origins. Um, uh-huh. Things really start to pop off in 1933. Uh, to give some context to know what's going on in 1933, a really bad year. Super yeah. bad. Um, <laughs> Comparable to this year. I, yes, it was. Yes, it was bad. Um, namely because of Hitler's rise to power was yeah. this year um, uh-huh. and the beginning of the persecution of Jewish people. So... Yeah, I, I, yeah. A lot of times I try and look up like things that are going on in a year, um, and that I when I 
looked up this year, I was like, uh oh, that's yeah. not good. Bad news. <laughs> um, a few other things that went on during the year: Bonnie and Clyde ah, were around still. Yes. Um, this is the year that Bonnie got horribly burned in the car mm-hmm. accident. Um, Golden Gate Bridge had its groundbreaking ceremony. Oh, King Kong premiered. Wow, Albert Einstein came to the U.S. as a refugee, and Shirley Temple was signed to a studio at age five. Okay, so there's some positive things <laughs> in the midst of that really <laughs> terrible year that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to put, yeah, I tried to put some some positive things in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it that was 87 years ago, which um, seems like a long time, but also not really no. that long, yeah. <laughs> which is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so, so Nessie's fame really, really starts to rise when a sighting was published in the Inverness Courier in May of 1933. They don't give names of the people, but they describe them as a well-known businessman and mm-hmm. his wife and in parentheses, a university graduate. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, an interesting choice. That's um, nice that she's a university yeah. graduate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think it's it's interesting that they did that, especially since we have seen, like, in America, when people come forward with their sightings, they their lives get ruined. They, and they give, like, the Mothman people, they gave their addresses of the people who yeah. saw Mothman. <laughs> Go tell these idiots (laughs) they did not see a mod man. Oh man. So this this couple um were driving on a road near the shore and it gives specific locations again, which always Mm. like is just wild to me when specifics are involved. Um it says it was on the north side of the lock and not far from a Briacan Pier. So the wife sees it first and it looks like a whale. So she tells the guy to stop the car and they watch it for about a minute. The article says the water was still uh, until this thing popped up and it just kind of flailed around. So it made the water really choppy. Mm. The description in the article is literally quote, churning like a simmering cauldron. A little flowery, but I mm-hmm. like the tone mm-hmm. it's going for. Um, and then it says, uh, it, quote, disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Okay. <laughs> so the couple waited for half an hour and then they gave up on it coming back. So it never resurfaced after um, all of that. It's claimed that this article and sighting is really the first one that had started the whole Loch Ness Monster stuff again. But it also in this article says... Um, It will be remembered that a few years ago, a party of Inverness anglers reported that when crossing the lock in a rowing boat, they encountered an unknown creature whose bulk movements and the amount of water it displaced at once suggested that it was either a very large seal, a porpoise, or indeed the monster itself. Wow. (laughs) I don't remember it, but apparently (laughs) the other Inverness people would. Um, And so... When that story came out, it seems like most everyone was on this, the side of it. It's definitely not a monster. Um, but it also goes on to say in that article that there haven't ever been seals or porpoises in the Loch Ness. Oh. Um, and even though there have rarely been seals in the River Ness, them getting uh-huh. to the lock hadn't ever been heard of. So okay. who knows what it was? Uh-huh. <laughs> um 
There's another sighting in August 1933 from G. Spicer, who claims he saw it cross in front of his car and then go into the water. Hmm. Uh, Also used specific locations. Um, He said it was between Doris and Foyer's Hotel. Then he said it was like a dragon or a prehistoric animal and that it was carrying a lamb or something close to it. Uh uh, And that it took up the entirety of the road when it crossed, probably about six to eight feet long. And in quotes... Very ugly. (laughs) (laughs) He's really rude. And then at the very end, he adds uh, insult to injury. And he says, this is a quote, whatever it is, and it may be a land and water animal, I think it should be destroyed. As I am not sure whether (laughs) I am not sure whether I had been quite close to it. I should have cared to have tackled it. That's that's the quote. Man is wild. (laughs) Why would you tackle if you saw a dragon? Why would you? Sorry, that wouldn't be my first response. I agree. (laughs) I I agree. But he's also like, it should be destroyed because it was very ugly, and I don't like it. I don't like it. What is it? A sea animal? A land animal? Make a choice. Feels the it's, same way about like, okay. frogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to to out um my cousin here for a second, uh-huh. but she is like afraid of animals that are bigger than her because oh. she says that she can't fight them. <laughs> so she's like very scared, <laughs> very scared of big animals. Uh-huh. Um, Fair. I so guess. I feel like that's what this dude's doing. He's like, it was too big <laughs> and I couldn't fight it, so it's gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> this poor this dude wild um so this led to the london daily mail commissioning a man named marmaduke weatherell to find evidence of nessie this dude he's he's hot in the nessie story so he's sticking here for a minute um i i really don't understand why he's in here either um mm. He was an actor, a director, and <laughs> loosely a producer. I think okay. he produced a single movie. All right. Um, and uh, again, everywhere I was looking on Nessie's background, it says this guy was a big game hunter. But oh. also, like, like most of these stories, when you do the cryptid like mm-hmm. research, their names only come up with the cryptids, you know? So I was like trying to find who he was before the Loch Ness monster Uh controversy stuff. And there was nothing nothing except for his like (laughs) filmography. Um, So I, I really don't know why he was the one they chose for this um, and why that was the first person daily mail. Yeah. Commissioned. (laughs) Um, but anyway, so so Weatherell goes out to find um, find evidence, and he finds these footprints and sends plaster casts to the Natural mm. History Museum of London. So in January of 1934, of course, they were like, "No, these tracks are just a dried hippo's foot, uh, <laughs> and you stamped them on the ground." <laughs> I guess it had something to do with like the way that the depressions were in the ground um, because they even came back and they were like, this is literally an ashtray or like an umbrella stamp. Oh like it, it was like a hippo's foot, like oh, I see. decorative, yeah. you know, because uh-huh. it was, I mean, we're in the, the, the gross 30s. old. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, big game is gross. And uh-huh. so is like all this other stuff, but this is before 
He was just out Any there with Any kind of his... wildlife protection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Out there with his umbrella. Yes, exactly. His umbrella stand having the time of his life. Um, yeah, so there are some people who don't really know if he was the one who made the tracks or if someone else did mm-hmm. it and he just okay. fell for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, He's a I big know. Game I'm guy. I'm going to say it's him. That's <laughs> that was the that was the conclusion I personally uh-huh. came to, where I was like, "What? I don't know." Even if you, even if he didn't do it, mm-hmm. he is a big game hunter. So you would who recognize. I guess was yes, yeah. exactly. Like good enough to be commissioned. Right, you should know. Whatever. You're a weird so, thing to be commissioned for, even if you're a hunter. Sorry, it just seems you're a good <laughs> hunter. We have something that has to be destroyed. <laughs> so <laughs> this dude is so so stressed. He's pressed about this lock. This monster. <laughs> He's going crazy. <laughs> oh gosh, this dude. Um. So so Marmaduke Weatherell's mm-hmm. story does not stop here. Good. Um. So I'm sure as soon as I said Loch Ness Monster, the first image that came up was probably that grainy black and mm-hmm. white one uh, with the long neck and the little bump behind uh-huh. it. Um, and I really hate to be the bearer of bad news and the crusher of dreams, uh-huh. but <laughs> it wasn't real. <laughs> but, okay, I'm just going to put a disclaimer that there uh-huh. are there are credible claims for the Loch Ness Monster being real. So, right. again not something that's happened much with this podcast, but I still believe in the, I still believe in the Loch Ness monsters ability to exist. Um, So that photo is also called the surgeon's photo because Robert Wilson, who was a surgeon uh, was the one who claimed he had taken the photo in April, 1934. Mm -hmm. He sold the photo to daily mail and they published it within the same month. So it's, it's the same, uh, same, paper that uh-huh. embarrassed um weatherall uh it's a, it's about a year after the original takeoff of nessie uh and only three months after weatherall's re- reputation was ruined mm-hmm. so even at the time people were skeptical but mostly it was pretty much taken as proof um if you believed in the loch ness monster right. uh so skip forward to 1994 okay. when christian sperling who was uh-huh. Weatherell's stepson admits that the photo was oh. fake. They always bummer. mark big on their like the, the, the Bigfoot picture that the, the kids were like, yeah, dad used to dress yes. Bigfoot. <laughs> Literally, like, don't tell your kids. I think it's gonna be like the big thing the podcast. Never, don't tell your kids because they're gonna snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Or just don't fake evidence, maybe. Right. But, you know, but if you're going to, <laughs> don't tell your kids because they're going to narc on you. Nine years later, everyone. coming out. <laughs> yeah. <That> sucks. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So <clears throat> the the whole hippo foot scandal ruined Weatherell's reputation. So to mm-hmm. get revenge, he came up with the whole um, photo deal. Got it. So he asks Sperling to make a little monster shape to go on top of a toy submarine. And then mm. he takes the toy out takes some photos and then gives the film to Wilson, the surgeon to get developed and sell to daily mail. So that specific photo was fake. Um, And there's even like some of the original photos that I guess Sperling uh, provided where you can see the shoreline of the lock, like on the other side. And it literally is like the cutest little baby, (laughs) (laughs) baby boat. Uh, But 
Yeah. So going going back uh, in time before 1994, mm-hmm. after Weatherell's stuff, though, mm-hmm. um, people still believe in the Loch Ness monster, mm-hmm. uh, despite Weatherell's mess ruining Nessie's reputation as well. Around the 1950s, Constance White published a book with a collection of people's accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, this ended up bringing back more people to search for Nessie, and it started to change the public opinion. So more scientific studies started being mm-hmm. done. Um, apparently, there are a lot of sonar studies that were done during the 1970s, and a lot of those did find large objects that they couldn't really explain that were moving underwater. Mm. Um, in yeah, in 1975, <laughs> Robert Rines was doing a side scan sonar and found the image of what looked like flippers. Uh, so from there, Nessie got the support of Harold Edgerton and Sir Peter Scott, who were credible. Okay. Um, Edgerton was an electrical engineer who worked a lot in, with sonar, mm-hmm. um, and Scott was a conservationist. So these people were, and they have like history other than the Loch Ness monster. Like I, yeah, I right. looked them so up, can, and they, they so actually have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I looked them up, and they actually have more accolades than just uh-huh. like. If on the, on their Wikipedia, which I know is not like a great source. <laughs> The, the Loch Ness monster story. was usually like just a tiny little like Dead. thing that they've said. Right. Um, yeah. So Scott was the one who kind of said that Nessie was probably a plesiosaur. Um, mm. So the way that we look at Nessie today and mostly solidly perceive her as like the ancient dinosaur mm-hmm. is a lot to do with him. Okay. Which I thought was interesting <laughs> just because I was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so on to recent times, uh, there have been a ton of sightings actually, um, oh. as of January, 2020, the Ross Shire journal said that in 2019, the official Loch Ness monster sightings register had the highest since 1983. Wow. So <laughs> they are picking up speed. Okay. Um, it's so they have a webcam that like looks on the the Loch Ness and that's where a lot of the sightings are coming from because Mm -hmm. people are recording when they see something weird (laughs) um as of today it is down because I it said because of COVID-19 so I guess they just don't have anyone to got it maintenance it it or yeah yeah yeah. but they I'm assuming it'll come back so apparently they've gotten a lot of hits off of that um another reason for recent sucks I know. It's taking everything from us. <laughs> yeah. The Loch Ness Monster's the last straw. <laughs> just taking Nessie from us now and oh I just God. can't. No. Uh, as, as for recent debunking claims, New Zealand's University of Otago, I, I think, I um, took Sounds a bunch great. of waters. Yeah. They took a bunch of water samples and sequenced the DNA from those, which turned up with about 500 million sequences. Wow. Yeah. It's wild to me. Um, so their prevailing theory from that research is that Nessie could actually be a giant eel. Oh, uh, but that's also, yeah, that's so, also terrifying. Yes. <laughs> like, it, no matter what, this, like I, I, giant I, sea monster, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that that is kind of like what they were saying is like, mm-hmm. it might not be a plesiosaur, but it is definitely some, like <laughs> oh they, they, they're not discounting the fact that there is something big, like right. in the water that's hanging out. Um, 
They also said that the lock is open. So it's like an open waterway. Mm -hmm. So there could be DNA being brought in from outside sources. Um, So like if boats had like Mm -hmm. brushed against a dolphin or something, Mm -hmm. it could be bringing that DNA into the water. Um, There are unidentified sequences of DNA that they found Mm -hmm. too, though. So the possibility of it being unidentifiable Mm -hmm. still there. Yeah. I, I mean, water is like wild to me more, more so I believe that certain monsters can exist in the water than I do land. Yeah. (laughs) As a, as a sort of believer sometimes in Bigfoot, I (laughs) (laughs) I say that with a grain of salt, but I really do think that like the water is just so much and we just cannot. Yes. Yeah. We don't have the ability to look at all of that. So um, I also want to add that around the same time, there was a storm area 51. They oh. also had a storm. <laughs> such, a good, such a good time. That was like before everything went, went before <laughs> the final, <laughs> the final hurrah. Oh my God. That was like, I work for a tabloid and that was one of the first stories I ever covered was the, so I'll always think of it fondly. I loved it. I know. I I remember uh, I shared that on my Instagram because I was really excited that you. I think I remember that. Yeah, it was good. Um, Yeah, so they had Storm Loch Ness, and I I really don't know why they were gonna storm it because I you don't you're not protected. You're just like everyone's thinking out the lake, which everyone's allowed to go. That's exactly like the storm area 51 was like so because they couldn't stop them all from getting information. I was like, there's literally no information over there. Yeah, I was like, you guys are just gonna be in the water. Um, and so might just be fun for them. Yeah, the article I read also made me laugh very hard because, um, it, it was from BBC, they said. Like, please don't do this. You're right. We can't stop all of you. (laughs) They were like, they they made some digs at the U.S. military. I think they were like, we don't have the power of the U.S. military. (laughs) Like, we cannot keep you from coming here. Um, And then they talked about their impressive lifeboat. Like, they they really like their lifeboat. They're they're really. proud of it but Good. they were like we cannot fit all of you on here it holds 85 people <laughs> the limit is fit anyone else people. on <laughs> they're like we can't handle anyone else and they've also they also had like a lot of fun little facts in there that i enjoyed uh-huh. which was like i think they said it can get as deep as two and a half big bends oh um <laughs> they're all which is like their metric is like big bends always <laughs> and they they were also like it's fresh water so you won't float as easily as you would in the sea so they're like don't come here and if or like if you do please like yes they were like please don't get in the water we can't stop you but also like we're concerned we don't yeah we don't want you guys to die um so yeah i apparently there was also like a photo that came out recently uh, in 2020 that was the Loch Ness monster, but it was faked and oh. it, it got found pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't really look too. I read like one article on that yeah. where um, some someone had said that like they found Nessie in 2020, 
And then they were like, but it was fake. And they tracked it back to like some dude who found a huge catfish. Um, And the markings were like exactly the same. And so I guess they just edited it into the law. I don't know. It was wild. But yeah, so that those are those are some of the recent sightings and the history of Nessie, which I hadn't ever. No, I haven't either. No, I I always like remember people. I would talk to them about cryptids, uh-huh. and I was like, "Nessie's so sweet. Why else would her I name know. be Nessie?" So I was cute. like, "You don't name anything yeah. Nessie." And like, technically, she only attacked that one dude. Yeah, back it sounds in the like past he before the saint. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. the saint, like. <laughs> Pushed her away forever, but yeah. Um, yeah, so she's she's pretty rad. She's really really sweet, but yeah, mostly not attacking that, people, I guess. Uh, so I was gonna do a one, but I'm just gonna add it on to this because there's no information about it. But it sounds like <laughs> Scottish folklore is really sweet. I mean, not uh, me, this is yeah. too, too my sample size is very small. <laughs> this is one other story. <laughs> um, I was going to do something, but again, I couldn't find much, but it was their version of werewolves. I can't remember what it was called, but it's a man with a wolf head and he tells travelers directions when they're lost. And then also if he knows that a family doesn't have food, he'll give them, he'll bring a fish to their windowsill. Wow. So they have helped a little. That is sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for them. Yeah. Yeah. But then they also have the horse that lures kids to their right. death. But I guess their, their story about that is can a little... Or their movie. all be good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. That's the, that's the Loch Ness Monster. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll, we'll see, see you next, week. next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.